1: Hey, what's up, students? Happy Wednesday to you. Man, hope that you're doing well. And uh, man, cannot wait. Wednesday is our favorite day of the week because that means student night is tonight. And so, man, I can't think of a better thing to invite someone to uh, just just say, hey, man, you wanna go grab Chick-fil-A and then just like whip into the parking lot and bring them to student night. That's all you need to do. It's not that hard. And so, uh, man, hope that you'll bring someone tonight. We're so excited to continue walking through the gospel of Mark and just cannot wait. But today, we're in Isaiah chapter 59. So I hope that you read Isaiah 59 on your own. Uh, but man, it is such an awesome passage. And it's one of those passages that when you read it in the Old Testament, you, you can't help but see the gospel. Like you just you, you can't help in understanding the New Testament and understanding what Jesus has come to do. You, you really can't help but see it. And, and so I hope that you read it all on your own. And I'm going to read kind of verse one and then kind of the end of it. And I hope that you'll take some time to read the word on your own. But Isaiah 59 starts off with this. It says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save which is just kind of a poetic way of saying like, look, God is still very capable of saving, right? God can do this, but look at what it says. Or his ear dull that it cannot hear, but your iniquities, another word for sin, right? Your iniquities, have hidden or have made a separation between you and your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. This is the problem that the Bible presents before us, isn't it? That, that we have a holy, righteous God who, who created us and, and desired. I mean, go read Genesis 1 and 2 and, and the beginning of chapter 3, that God desired to be in relationship with us, which is an amazing thing that we just kind of think over really quickly. But but God wanted to be in relationship with you and I. So, so God, God created this way, we're supposed to be in a relationship with Him, but yet sin has severed that relationship. It's, it's God is still God God is still able to save but but here your iniquities our iniquities have made separation between you and God that, that our sin has separated us from God because that, that's right right I mean a holy god cannot be in the presence of sinful man those two are like oil and water it, it cannot mix it cannot interact and, and so Isaiah 59 goes on talking about how evil sin is and what sin makes people do and what what sin causes and and around verse uh, 14 it kind of begins to shift and you see that that god is looking at this situation and and god is going to act well well, how does god act Does God see us separated from him and give us a plan and say, okay, you know what? Here's the plan to give back to me. If you follow like these 99 steps, if you follow all these steps and all these rules, then you're good to give back to me. Is that what God does? Does does God give us kind of a game plan for how to get back to him and be made right with him? Um, Does God change his standard? So he's like, you know what? These people are never going to be perfect. So I'm going to change my standard so that they can be with me. No, God does not do any of that. What does verse 20 say? This is so good. It says, "...and a Redeemer will come to Zion." to those in Jacob who have who returned from transgression declares the Lord. God sees us separated from him. Our sin has separated us from God and there's no way that we can get back to God. There's, there's no way that people of Israel can, can make themselves right on their own. So what does the Bible say? That, that God says a redeemer is going to come to Israel. And we know, well, what is a redeemer? First off, a redeemer is someone who buys back someone else. A redeemer is someone who buys back. Think about in the book of Ruth where where Ruth takes for um, or Boaz takes for Ruth a wife Boaz takes Ruth as his wife he redeems her she's she's hopeless she's on her own and so a redeemer steps in to to give her hope and to give her a future and to give her life that, that's the same thing that's happening in the gospel that, that a redeemer is going to come and we know that this is Jesus right that, that Jesus sees us in our sin and yet on the cross he buys us back on the cross, he pays for the wages of our sin. He, he redeems us for those who were willing to turn from our transgression. And so t- today we have incredible hope we have not been left in our sin. We've not been abandoned in our sin, but there has been a Redeemer that has been sent for us, and his name is Jesus. And so I hope that you read Isaiah 59 on your own, and it's so good. Uh, But that's kind of the bookends. That's the beginning and the end. And I pray that you'll read, study, meditate on your own, and um, just focus on the word of the Lord today. But but that's our encouragement, and then that's our hope. I mean, there was nothing we could do to get back to God, but praise the Lord, he has sent us a Redeemer. He has sent someone to, to purchase us back. I love a first Peter says we've been paid for not with perishable things like silver or gold but we've been purchased by the blood of the lamb and so we can rejoice in that today I love you can't wait to see you tonight at to student night and bring someone with you and uh, man can't wait to see you there so we'll see you soon
0: thanks so much for listening the point is a ministry of first baptist church indian trail for high school students we offer life groups every sunday morning at 8 9 30 and 11 o'clock